When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. It is the Chicago First podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. What's up, man? How's it going? Cool, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Good. So we got to say this up front. (laughs) Saying hi. Yes. Uh, we gotta say this up front. This is like so long overdue. I know, man. I've been like, you know, stalking you, harassing you, <laughs> harassing people that you know, harassing people that you don't know, trying to get here. Calling my grandma. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but here we are now. Uh, no, man, this is awesome. Know, it's like, like it never happened. It, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like I see you everywhere. We see each other everywhere because all the time. Chicago, I say this all the time on the podcast, Chicago's so small. It is. And you and I are always going to the same events, yeah, the man. same. Small like, town, big city, man. Absolutely. Everybody who's working kind of runs into each other all the time because it's inevitable. It's it's really true. Like yeah. the way that it works here is that everybody knows anybody. And, I, and this is something I tell my students at Columbia all the time. I'm like, look, you want to move to LA, you want to move to New York, fair enough. Like I'm not that guy who's going to be like, don't do that. But what I like about Chicago is like, if you're hustling here, mm-hmm. in about three weeks, five weeks, like, <laughs> you know, people are going to know your name, for better yeah. or for worse. Yeah. But, like, this is the place to do it. Absolutely. In my mind. So Absolutely. you're somebody who does so much. You have done so much. You're doing so much. And so, of course, you and I would run into each other. And it was always, like, I would be doing something with your artists or things like that. And we kept coming back to, like, we got to have you on the podcast. We got to have you on the podcast. And it kept getting, like, moved around. So I'm, I just wanted to open with saying I'm really, really glad that you're here tonight, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited for this. I've yeah. Been, I've been telling all my friends. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that it's finally time. It's finally uh, time, yeah. Hopefully they're watching right now. Shouts out to you, friends. Shouts <laughs> out to you, strangers. Yeah. You know. So bring us into, like, because I know there's a lot that you do. Um, you know, you were managing Hurt Everybody, yeah. Superboy. Yeah. Uh, doing work with these days and all yeah. sorts of stuff, but like I'm, I'm gonna let you tell origin like, story. What's up? You want the origin story? Yeah, absolutely, man. All That's right. what we always start with. I'm gonna give you the origin story. So on a distant planet, light years away. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I initially uh, came into music as a musician. Uh, grew up in church, pastor's kid, that stuff, um, and then I wasn't really like up on stuff until like 13 I'm 26 that's like half my life and then uh, dad left church life happens and then I just I fell into hip hop and just fell in love and I'm very studious I made up for lost time and I just it's just my it became my entire life from like that point forward that's such a classic story though you know it's such a classic story like I'm listening to you tell it and I feel like I'm watching like the beginning of a really cool you indie film I mean? in Southwest Southwest with the voiceover. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you, man. It's, it's the it's the classic origin story. That's why you gotta tell it like that. It's exactly how Absolutely. it happened. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, after in a that, world, in a world, <laughs> you know what I mean. But yeah, I mean, my friend. I had a bunch of friends. We grew up like you know together, listening and then participating, rapping. My mom's a poet. Uh, she. You know, was instrumental in like my love of writing and whatnot. You know, what I'm saying that I, you know, met some other friends later on. This guy Ely, uh, shouts out to you, Ely. Uh, we started this group called Impolite Society when I was in high school, um, and 
we like literally one day we're like, this is impolite society. We're gonna do this cool, and then never talked about it again for like a year <laughs> and a half. Just with our own journeys. And then he called me in 2009. Was like, yo, do you want to open for GLC at Wild Hair? And like, you a lot. Maybe you guys don't know what Wild Hair is. It's not here anymore. It's been gone for a couple of years. But it's this random reggae club that used to be like in Wrigley, and like good music used to do showcases there. Um, it was, like, I'll be open for Big Sean there, uh, Rhyme Fest, GLC. That's like, crazy. Seven years ago. Um, but yeah, so I was like, hell yeah, let's get it. And then we got it. And then like ever since, that's just like the, that was what it was. And then uh, you know, uh, kept in polite society. You know, moving. We we came into this other guy, Fest Grandios. He was our DJ. And producer, and then this other guy, Calfani, and Sidewalk Cal, who like later rounded out the five of us. Um, but I got into doing everything else, which is what everybody knows me for, because most people don't even know I rap. Most people never know, don't know I ever made music. They think I just manage people and throw shows, but it's way deeper than that. Uh, so yeah, like we started booking ourselves for shows because we couldn't get shows. It was way harder. It wasn't nearly as lit in Chicago, like in the first portion of the 2000s you know what I mean? right now like, is a golden age it's going nuts now but it was not like this especially up north like north of like the south side mm-hmm. south side you know what i'm saying like they would have shows at clubs or whatever else was going on but i'm trying like, or something rap, like that yeah you know what i'm saying like rap shows up north they were just terrified because they thought something bad was gonna happen <laughs> um so we started booking ourselves a really good friend of ours uh miranda um, she was managing Show You Suck at the time, mm-hmm. and she Miranda Govia. Like, yeah, Miranda. Yeah. yeah, she was. Uh, she was booking us for things. We ended up like you know hitting it off with those guys. Ended up uh, joining a collective called LOD um, with Augie the Ninth. Was that uh, Legion of Doom? Legion of Dudes. Yeah, Legion of Dudes. Legion of Dudes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was me, Ely, Augie, Show You Suck, uh, Super, mm-hmm. um, Cadillac Duke, Chandler London. Uh, Frankie Wap, Sidewalk Cat. It was like 23 of us. You know what I'm saying? It was like a billion of us. <laughs> Brian Lamb. A lot of people who didn't even rap. People right. don't even know about this. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we did that. And uh, yeah, man, it just kept working. And then um, me and Miranda and this guy Esquire, uh, mm-hmm. he's a DJ. From BBU. Yeah, from BBU. Formerly from BBU. Formerly a BBU, DJ right. for BBU. It's amazing. Like this, this origin story is just going through every it's possible so many waves yeah. and waves it's crazy you know <laughs> what i'm saying so like uh through them like me miranda and esquire started this label called freshly baked mm-hmm. that we were running out of the east room building um in 2014 and we put out Lily K's like first big project like when she was on the cover of title and everything like when you mm-hmm. went to title God, that was like that was us esquire and, and miranda and me and Demo was involved as well. Shouts out to you, Demo. Um, and then, like, at the time, Miranda was co-managing her everybody with, with Sam. And I had, I went to high school with Super. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had known him since I was 15 years old. And, like, we just, you know, stayed in touch um, when he started making music again. And it was, like, you know, getting, like, lit. Like, I was kind of, like, taking it to places. I showed Juggernaut. I showed a bunch of other people. And, and Miranda, I showed Miranda. And Miranda ended up co-managing them. And then she stepped away, and I stepped in, and me and with Sam were managing her and everybody together um, since, like, 2014. And then, um, you know what I'm saying, kept that going. Uh, towards the end of last year, uh, I started my own brand, too. Uh, one called Overlord, and one is These Days with a bunch of other people. 
Yeah, and uh, you, you're familiar with these. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. these. So it's like it's a it's a it's a website. These days, that news go peep. It's lit. It's a uh, me. This guy Jake, Chris, Eric Montanez, Neon Pajamas, Brent the Butcher, Patrick the Welby. Um, Everybody you just mentioned, except for. Brent, we've had on the podcast. And Brent on here, man. We got to close it out. He's yeah. a, blo- a blogger and a lawyer. He's very special. Very special. You know, what? I think man. we've talked on Twitter, and one of the concepts we've thrown around because we do all these panels and workshops, you know. Yeah. And we're gonna do at some point, probably before the end of the year, we're gonna do like a music law one. Okay. And so, like everybody in that thread, like that's why, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, like that. that Twitter discussion has started where we're like, let's do this, and then. We just need to line it up. You'll get Joseph too. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, Joseph? But yeah, it's so funny. Everybody you just mentioned, we've had all of them on the podcast. That's lit, man. That's yeah, because you, you know what you're doing. You're grabbing the right. Doing ones. what we can. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But so, all right. But so yeah, you, then Overlord. Yeah, that was the thing, and that's like my main thing now. Uh, it kind of I stepped away from her. I uh, heard everybody and was doing Overlord. Um, and through that, everything, everybody I manage now, I throw a lot of events, like con- like anything from like a metro show to like a private event at like Soho House or something. Like it's just all kinds of stuff. Ninety nine percent of it music based, um, and management, some PR, some consulting. Pretty much, if it's music business industry related in Chicago and has anything to do with rap music, you should probably talk to me if you haven't already. I'm just saying. I like that this at the very end turned it kind of into like a, a better call yeah. Saul. Yeah. Like, yeah. have you been injured in an accident? <laughs> better call Saul. Yeah, man, it's real. But like in the process of like starting <laughs> Overlord, like earlier this year, me and Soup ended up reconnecting because heard everybody split up. Mm-hmm. And then with Sam, ended up managing uh, Kari. And then I ended up uh, working with Fred again. Um, and that's that's how that happened. But most recently, right. UG Baby, uh, I'm, I'm this guy, UG Baby, he's the the truth. Okay. The bees knees. He's got like a hundred songs, no exaggeration. Chicago dude, just heat. Yes. All if right. you listen to any super stuff, there's mm-hmm. another group he started called Fight Me afterwards. Right. He's in Fight Me. Okay. He's the guy who produced the song Annie and is like the second verse on Annie. And he also has a lot of other really just great music out. He only has like six of his own records out, but he's already going nuts. And we have like the most amazing like next six months playing. You will know of UG if you don't. <laughs> so let's scale this back because you just took us through like this awesome, yeah, long story, incredible kind of journey there. But bigger picture, just looking at like everything you just talked about, like I guess what is it about like because some people and there's not a right or wrong. Some people are like, look, I'm going to be a blogger. Like that's my lane. I'm doing that. That's where I'm taking this. Mm-hmm. And then other people like kind of what you're describing and like. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna try this. Like, mm-hmm. were you always that kind of person where you wanted to kind of like sample everything at the buffet? It's not even like a purposeful. I want to sample everything at the buffet. It's just I don't like not doing things that I like to do, and I genuinely like to do all these things. So I want to do all of them, and I have a lot of energy, so I I, I can. And that's kind of how a lot of this happened. Like, I didn't even realize I was doing half the stuff I'm doing until I stopped and looked back. And it's like, wait, I do all these things. Let me get it more organized. And that's how Overlord came to be. It's just like a collection of everything that I was already doing. But, like, now I have a team. Under a title. You know, you know, you know, so on my team, you know Tara. Mm-hmm. Tara is my that's, my, that's my partner, man. That's my heart. She's watching right now. I saw earlier. What up, Tara? <laughs> So I think that's the first time someone's blown a kiss on this podcast. That's that's beautiful. Um, something you said early on in that kind of like recap, though, that really stood out to me is you said that 
and I forget, sorry, which part it was because there was a it's lot there. It's all good. But you mentioned something about like you started throwing your own shows because other people weren't presenting them for you, right? Yeah, pretty much. That principle I think is so important, which is like if you're like, dude, no one's writing about my music or like, dude, yeah. no one will book us. Like the story I always go back to is that the first person to ever write about Marilyn Manson mm. was Brian Warner. Mm-hmm. Who was Marilyn Manson? Mm-hmm. He just he wrote an article for like a school, whatever, or just made his own publication. Yeah, and he was like, no one else writing about me. That's what you got to do. That's what you got to do, man. We were throwing parties. We were throwing house parties. Me and Ely would either throw parties and perform at them with the rest of our friends, or like get other people to throw parties and perform at them with the rest of our friends. And it just kind of evolved. Miranda was the plug for like actual Miranda, new stuff at the time. Dude, you look up Miranda plug online. Plug. Yeah, Miranda's it's just a been the plug. She, she's forever the plug. Um, but that's kind of how it started. And then like other friends of ours, you know what I'm saying? And then you know who looked out earlier on? Eastman. Eastman looked Zach out. Eastman, yeah. Eastman yeah. looked out earlier on too, which, you know what I'm saying? I always appreciate him for. I remember we opened for like Sango at like. Shuba's like years ago when no one really knew who Sango was like that much you know what I'm saying which is like so crazy when I like look back on it now because he's like huge you know what I mean but Eastman Zach Eastman who people might know from uh, Saved by the Max of course the Saved by the Bell pop-up yeah. diner in Wicker Park they might know him from East Room the bar yeah. but Zach Eastman man he's kind of an unsung hero uh, he stays out of the spotlight lit. He's but he's been active in the city for quite a long time uh, and he's always working hard and he's always putting people on and he's mm. not that guy that's like out in front of people being like hey i did this i did this man he's like the most lit mystery dude period right like so many people go to so many things that he did him and blake both him and yes, blake are blake very much yeah, like yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. you know what i'm saying like so many 1833 shows i don't even know what 1833 is i don't even realize that they're at an 1833 show or like at this it's a blog it's an event it's you know it's saying? a kind of culture yeah but like they're just doing it they're doing it. They're not looking for the glory. They're not just like, yo, this is a space. This is a void. It needs to be filled. I'm going to fill that void. Eat, They're putting on. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that for that. So, you know, in talking about everything you're doing, talking about everything that all these other great makers, creators, industry artists are doing in Chicago, again, let's pull it back. Like, how do you feel about Chicago in 2016, almost 2017? Because you've seen times when the city was playing to its strengths, times when it wasn't playing to its strengths. Like, how do you feel about it now in terms of being a creative, an artist, you know, anything like that? Well, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> uh, we I just think, set it up for you to knock you know it down. Saying? Thank you. Uh, I think that there has been no better time to be from or in Chicago than right now if you are an artist of any kind, honestly. Right. Um, if you're an artist and a hustler, if you are not a hustler, if you do not have the drive, you just have some random talent, then it's not as easy because the the, the best thing about Chicago is how wide open it is. It's, it's difficult to sustain like certain heights because there isn't really industry here, which is why so many people flee. But, you know, some people see... Uh, the lack of structure here as uh, a downfall and some other people like myself see it as an opportunity. You know what I mean? And that's how I feel. And I think that also on top of that, the art here 
had is so pure and strong because of that lack of energy industry because like it hasn't been forced or pushed pushed in this direction like our greatest weaknesses are also our greatest strengths like the segregation here in Chicago is terrible it's one of the most segregated cities but at the same time like it's allowed so many different types of music to pop up from the general at the same area because like it's here like this and everybody just hangs out with their friends they don't like a lot, I mean, Chicago's very famous for not liking outsiders. It's no secret, you know what I mean? So, like, but when you're, like, in this, like, little cell and, like, you're, you're, the thing you create is allowed to just grow unobstructed, uninterfered with, or anything like that, then, like, you have this great, if it survives, you have this great, big, pure thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why Chance is Chance, Chief Keef is Chief Keef, and there's, like, these two giant, like, like, Opposite ends of the spectrum mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And then all the other things That have sprung up That are unique From all of those things Like by themselves You know what I mean Like it's just It's great it's But I, I wonderful. think I think you nailed it That there is an incredible Amount of opportunity right now Oh yeah And I think the fact that We're not In the shadow of Maybe like some of the Major labels You know mm-hmm. Or like Some of those other things Like it means that if you're the kind of person who wants to make your own model, mm-hmm. this is the city for it. Absolutely. If you're like, look, I just need to have a manager and a label and have someone do it for me, like, fair enough. I'm not judging. Mm. That's LA. Yeah, that's right? LA. This, that's New, New York. York. That's not here. That's but Chicago, really here. I mean, you, you don't have to look any further than what happened yesterday with Chance. Like, Chance, who we don't have to be like, here's what Chance the Rapper did. But like, I feel like I have a, a 10 conversations about Chance. Right. <laughs> but it's like he made his that's own model. Shouts out to Chance. The Twitter version is he made his own model. And then I think that Magnificent Coloring Day, it's like that's like the activation of that. You know, like that's yeah. the culmination of like all the work that him and his team have been building over the years. And to me, that's just like the most perfect example of like, look, Absolutely. you're hustling and you are willing to put in the time and you build a great team. You can do that here. That's, ex- that's exactly it, man. And it's like the, the model and the way he went about it is, is the, the strongest most important aspect of all of this as far as Chicago is concerned, which is community. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, we don't have industry, we don't have industry, all we have is each other. You know what We I mean? have community. And have community. that goes back to, like, again, us being at all the same events, whether you're coming to a yeah. panel that we've produced or I'm seeing you at a listening party that yeah. you're involved we with. We just left the listening party. We just left Saba's that listening party. We didn't even see each other. He, got, yeah. he left and I got there. Shouts out to Saba, bucket list. Dude, shout out to Saba. Yeah. That's crazy. That project is nuts. I've been hearing it for months because I play video games with those guys a lot. But like, it's really cool to see it like about to like actually hit the streets. It's a really solid project. But it's like we're we have that community here. I think more than industry, the word is community. Community all day. And if you're a creator and if you're willing to again put in that time and make something worthwhile, and and you said it, hustle. Mm-hmm. That's no, how you get in front of people here. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's grassroots to the maximum, man. It's all alley oops, man. Chance, chances be throwing like it's a it's a it's a it's a concert at a at a stadium and the booths are different like boutiques and other businesses in Chicago that have juggernaut yeah I'm saying juggernaut fat tie like that's that's crazy like what really yes but that's cool and that's what you do that's how you do it and like that's that's how you position yourself to be like someone who is forever like held up like that because like a win for him is a win for everybody else you know what I mean right so like that's it makes sense well and I think that yeah you're right like we moved away from a lot of that competition model to Mm -hmm. a point more where it's like everybody's like everybody wants to support each other there's a lot of people who are still out here on that competition sure 
but it's, it's I a think, slow process. But yes, it's proven that like working together actually does work, which is like something that people in Chicago did not believe for, for a long, long time. time. When I was like, when I was in these streets, when I was on these stages, nobody was like, everybody was like, if you have a show, I don't like you because I could have had that show. And now oh, there's like yeah. ten things going on at a time, so like no one's fighting. But everybody's like, you know, I, and it's gonna sound silly. I think Twitter is one component, not certainly why, but like. It's very easy to support even just by like clicking a retweet. Twitter it costs nothing everything. and it, yeah. Twitter's a lot, G. Like I wouldn't have I love it. Twitter. So much of my job is just Twitter. Not necessarily yeah. my own Twitter, but Twitter in general. Like entire careers, like Supa's entire career mm-hmm. was built off of Twitter. Mostly initially. Like all the stuff that like launched everything, just Twitter. Just doing yeah. Twitter stuff, SoundCloud stuff. Commenting on things Like some stuff Follow people unfollow, All that Well and it's like If you're savvy online And you build there And then you go to these events Whether it's like mm-hmm. You know A listening a party to at Soho it. A you panel that we do yeah. Something at Bucket Feet Something at East Room Something like All these places Like That's That's the Like that's the magic that's You it, know man. That's all it is So let's Move through some of these projects That you have Like these days Let's talk about these days These days um, You guys have had a really busy year Yeah we, we celebrated our, our one year On the 15th I believe Or mm-hmm. the Something like that Very recently yeah. Very recently But uh, a lot of progress Has been made in that year uh, And it looks like Very much a team effort uh, like, A super team effort We're all communicating All day Every day Via Slack um, it started out differently, but it kind of like ended up with like the six people that I mentioned and Ray and shouts out to you, Ray. Uh, I'm shouting so many people out. Yeah, I love I all love my it. friends. I love it. Love, love y'all. Friends. When we post this finished podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna be like CC and it's like 60 people. <laughs> please, please do. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, like it, it came, it, it was born of the same, of the same thought. Uh, that, you know, everything else I was talking about as far as, like, the way the music scene works in Chicago is, it was like, yo, we, we, we all, all six of us have, like, our thing. We all have access. We all have different things that, you know, we've all worked mm-hmm. very hard and have been here for a while. We're all, like, I'm one of the youngest people, if not the youngest person in these days. I mean, Welby, And I'm almost dude. 27. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Welby has been, I mean, everybody's been doing Welby's this part. one of the best people I've ever but met. But Welby's been here for a minute. Yeah, man. And, he, and he's like, and again, I'm not discounting anybody else. It's mm-hmm. a great team. But Welby, to me, I look at him and I'm like, that's another one who, like, He's not claiming all the glory, oh, yeah. but he's just doing all the work. Yeah, man. Welby's a good. Well, Welby's a great one, man. He's a really great dude. Really positive. Get stuff done, and so is everybody. Like that we have a whole team like that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, it's a bunch of me's. It's a bunch of right. Welby's. You know what I'm saying? It's a bunch of all of us. Right. Jay Kras, we had Neon yeah. Pajamas on here a few you know weeks ago. So uh, Neon Pajamas. I'm not really sure he exists. I think he only. I think he's a computer program. He's just I think got the that, robots got that him. Picture you know what I'm on saying? Twitter, the animated or the cartoon. Picture, I think the robots yeah. took him, and then he's just like a computer program now because we don't really see him very much. But we still love you, Ben. Keep are you up. are you still managing any artists? Are you managing Superboy? I'm right managing Yuji. Okay. Um, I manage DJ Oreo. Yeah, and DJ and Oreo, man, he's like. But sorry, like I didn't mean to cut you off, but like you talk about community. Oh yeah. You talk about like building a scene and celebrating that, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oreo is uh, an anomaly. I've never seen a DJ operate the way he operates. It's it's been his events are legends. Yeah, man. Oreo fests are crazy. Like it's it's nuts. He's on the road, right? He's been on the road for a while with Yachty. He's Yachty's DJ now. Yeah. So uh, he's in London right now. He gets back tomorrow, and then he'll be here till. About Friday, and he's going on the road with Ray Schremer. 
Because Yachty's on the road Rich Redman But no I, uh, I was managing Super Up until like A couple weeks ago actually mm-hmm. And then uh, You know what I'm saying We uh, We separated You know Alright But uh, it's all good though It's all love Yeah uh, man I mean And he's a remarkably Talented artist uh, He's incredible One of the most Incredible artists I've ever met in my life One of the most u- Unique artists I've ever met And a workhorse When he wants to be Yes yeah, I've literally seen him sit at a computer and produce, write, record, and engineer and mix like masterfully like nine songs in a day. Like, that's insane. Up, that's an album. You know what I mean? In right. a day, hits. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Never seen anything like that before in my life. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, him and then like you know the rest. I heard everybody at the time. Right. Like, Kari's one like as far as bar for bar. One of like the top four rappers coming out of Chicago right now. I'll say I'll put that on anything. So with everything you've done, with everything you're doing, with everything that you are not even just overseeing, but like attending, like you're mm-hmm. you're all these places, you're doing all these things. I guess what advice or what insight have you gained for anybody who might be younger, who's like, dude, I want to do these things. I want to be able to produce events or manage artists or all these kind of things. Like, what? What does someone need to know? I have the most generic advice. You know what's crazy? Before I say this, yeah. I, I, growing up, as we all have at some point in time, everyone grows up, I've seen a lot of interviews and different, different things on TV, and they ask people questions, and they give these like incredibly generic, basic answers. It's like and the I'm football like, interview. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, yeah, you just got to go outside. You got to play hard. Right. And I'm like, You just got to thank God, and, but, and just we're going to work real hard, you know and saying? just, you know, we're going to do it. It sounds yeah. like that's nothing. I was like, what? What am I gonna do with that? That's Not an cool. answer. But that shit's so real. The one thing, the, the 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 thing that immediately came to mind is to like not take no for an answer. Yeah. Like, and then there's always where there's a will, there's a way. As generic as those things sound, like the entirety of every, like I just did. It. I I didn't even think about it. It was like this is what I want to do, so I'm gonna do it. I have to figure out how. No plan B. I gotta do this. Well, you're it's gonna hear happen. no a lot when you have an idea that might be ahead of its time. Yeah. Where you're like, hey, you know what? I think we want to throw this kind of show at this kind of venue, and people are going, that doesn't work. Yeah. And some people, they hear no once and they go, oh man, all right, all right, sorry, you're right. And then others go, well, okay, all right, fair. Thanks for telling me. And then, and then they like figure some other way out. Exactly, yeah. and that's how you got to be, especially in Chicago. It's just like, oh man, these people don't want to throw this show here. Cool. I guess the guy I talked to wasn't the guy to talk to to throw this show here. Let me go find another way. You know what I'm or saying? Or let me go do let it me, myself. Let me go do it myself somewhere else. Let me build the value. Let me add something else to it. Like, let me go get some money and come back and do it. Like, I don't know. There's like a million different ways to make anything happen. There's, where there's a will, there is a way. I believe in dreams coming true. I see it every day, and I do so many things I've never seen done. And I've watched so many people, really talented, amazing people, do so. So many things that they've never seen done before because that's just what they wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like anything yeah. is possible. Really, I really believe that. And I think a lot of people, especially right now in Chicago, are really realizing that and putting that into action. That man. spirit is here right now, man. It's it's a renaissance if there ever was one. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with that. Like I feel like there's like a common thought, like this is Chicago artist renaissance. And not even just music, man, like the art world, Dude, the fashion world, like everything is just This is a open crazy right time now. in Chicago. Like yeah. you know, and if you're if you're a Chicago creative and you're not reading like Cranes, Blue Sky, Chicago, mm-hmm. Chicago Inno, like those are as important as like a fake shore mm-hmm. or these days or anything like that, you know, you have to be reading all that because like Outside of the music scene, outside of everything that's happening with like a chance and a Vic and everybody, there's the hotel scene blowing up. There's the uh, restaurant oh, scene blowing yeah. up. The, there's the the brewery scene blowing up. And you it kind of goes better, on. bro. 
Yes, I, threw, I was there I, a couple weeks ago. Did you? Oh, I was gonna ask you. Did you come? No, I, I didn't see you at the thing. I threw a. Uh, I threw uh, Kim Bay's uh, release. Show. I was there. Yeah, okay. I, I, I thought was I there. saw you there. Yeah, yeah. man, That's I so love funny. that place. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. that was cool, man. It's but it's yeah. like we're we're in this golden age right now on so many levels in Chicago. Yeah. And it's like, this is the time. Because it's a community thing, man. It's a collaboration. It's not just a collaboration within music. It's everybody who's here collaborating. Because yeah. we have to until, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's labels here now. Closed Sessions has a label now. Closed Sessions is killing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, But that, that's new. And, like, 10 years from now, that's most likely going to be some, like, big, wild, other like, something that you might... You know, can, uh, compare Def Jam to, and it's like first ten years or like whatever, like that. But everything has to start somewhere, and until like there's more structure here, like everybody just gotta, you know, link and build. You know I was I mean? just telling, uh, you know, I, I'm not even trying to like drop whoever I was talking. Drop them names, bro. But I was talking. Who was to, it? <laughs> I was Tell talking me. to Lior from the Reader. Lior, Ooh, Lior uh, Galil. Shouts out Lior. Mia, uh, the music critic from the Reader, and uh, Rory Saba's manager. Yeah. At uh, at the Bucket Feet thing, right? Yeah. This is the most Chicago centric interview. Yeah. Like, so funny, yeah. But I was talking that like I think that in five or ten years, like maybe some kids that are in like fifth grade right now, mm-hmm. they're gonna look back at this time and they're gonna say like, God, that looked amazing. I wish I was there for that. Yeah. It's uh, gonna be like like I wish, you know, like I'm thirty three. Mm-hmm. And when I see like every once in a while somebody will print like some old reader article that's like from the archives and it's like Smashing Pumpkins played this nineteen ninety three release show at the Metro and I'm like that's so yeah, crazy. And I wish that I was like, Damn, I wish that I was it. in that yeah. era. I think people are going to look back at this. Yeah. They're going to look back at what Chance is doing right now. They're going to mm-hmm. look back at everybody that's, that's growing. They're going to look back at like a fake shore, closed sessions of these days, like everything that's here now, they're going to go like, wow, that's when a lot of things really started and really took off. Yeah, man. I, I, I think about it all the time. Every time I'm at an event and I see a photographer or like at even some random house party, because I used to have a lot of parties up until like a few months ago. Fun fact, uh, me and Peter Cottontail and Jake Krez, uh, who I've mentioned several times this interview mm-hmm. of these days, all used to live together for like years and have mad parties. And every time... I was like every time it would happen. I'm all I think about is like those old books from like New York from like the seventies and eighties right. where you just see like pictures the of cool looking parties people. Yeah, you and know like, what I'm yeah, I'm like that's the that's that's this right now. Like twenty years from now, people are gonna look back on the, uh, this is gonna be a book. There's gonna be some interview where someone I'm called in to talk about somebody who did something because I knew them, or like someone might do that for me. And it's just like so weird to be in it, knowing that like truly believing that that's what's happening where you are. At that moment And Chicago's had a lot of We've had a lot of different Kind of golden Musical renaissances Like the Pumpkins coming up Mm -hmm. um, Obviously Kanye happening Kanye happened The the Fall Out Boy wave The (laughs) Flostradamus wave Like You know There's been all these Different waves And right now We are like It's just It's different Because the internet's Never been what it is Right now Even when Kanye happened The internet wasn't Isn't what it is now So like This is the first time That we're in one of these waves where we can document, experience, capture, and connect with it. Absolutely. On this level that yeah. didn't exist. Like, you know, back then if you... You went live streaming a stadium concert Right, on the yeah, internet, you went like, you know? yeah, on Tidal. Like, yeah, either yeah. one of 1,200 people who were at the Metro show for the Smashing Pumpkins in 1993 or you weren't. Yep. That was it. Pretty one of the much, other. man. And now it's like you could have been in Australia watching... Watching Magnificent, you know, like yeah, yeah, and I'm sure there were plenty of people in Australia watching Dude, Magnificent. Absolutely, and that's an, another thing about that too is like those waves, 
those waves were like one, two people strong. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even just chance out here anymore. You know what I mean? It's there's a lot of really strong, like sustainable talent out here. You know what I'm saying? Mick is going crazy. He's got Mick his is own killing thing. it. We just came from you the Saba event. Yeah, Saba's killing it. Like Smino's going nuts right mm-hmm. now here too. There's and he's like, a transplant here. He's a yeah. transplant. Yes, he's a transplant. St. Louis. Uh yeah. but like, you know, he here. Yeah, absolutely, man. He was the bucket feet, the the, uh, the bucket list thing too. He's yeah. so cold. He's one of my. Fa- I'm gonna say this. I don't care. Samino is one of my favorites in Chicago right now. Like definitely top five for, for sure. Even though you're not from Chicago, it's all good. But bro. he's here. It counts. He's still man. cold, bro. Um, dude. Uh, so I feel like we could go on for like six more hours. I really like, could. Yo, G. you remember this dude? I won't stop <laughs> until you stop me. To but be honest, here's what I'm thinking. Like you know, this we do a lot of panels and workshops. Like I do, and I know we've talked about like doing doing a panel with you or a workshop with you. So like, let's sign that up this winter. Let's set up something really cool where we can really dig into like. Man, I'm down. I'm thinking Anything something you like, ever need from me is a yes. Yeah, like yeah, how to how to develop or how to how to activate as an entrepreneur in Chicago, something like that. Man, got you, got you. Yeah, I got you. Let's do it. Let's do it. You've done it, man. man. Let's do it. Let's do it. You've done it and you've you've proven that model of like learn everything, do it all yourself, and don't wait for someone to do it for you. Absolutely, man. You just gotta you can't stop moving. you know what I'm saying? The thing about the nature of hustle is continuous movement. You know what I mean? Like you you just gotta always be, you know what I mean? So I don't have time to wait. A lot of it was learned. Because I waited on someone to do something and it never happened. God, waiting is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? dude, waiting is I death. I hate that. I don't I do that like, anymore. What? No. If somebody's like, yeah, yeah, let's do this thing, and I'm like, all right, and then you check in a week later, you're like, hey, are we gonna? And then it becomes that like seven week email, yeah, like that goes nowhere. Yeah, man. I can't I'm just do like, that. all right, I'm gonna go to somebody else with this, or I'm gonna do it myself, or we're gonna find it. Yeah, there's no time for that and, anymore. And you learn a lot, man. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm an audio engineer. I own a DSLR. I, I book shows. I rap sing. I, I do like a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of it because like I just didn't want to wait on someone else to do wanna, this. Yeah, you don't want to be like, sorry, we can't move forward on this. Our graphic design guys on vacation for two weeks, so you know we'll do it then. Yeah, man. But you know, eventually yeah. find the people that you're supposed to find, and you find the people that you're supposed to work with, who work on your wave, who you know, do things in a timely fashion. Luck, I'm I'm blessed to have like finally found like a solid team of people that like I've been able to actually get work done with. Shouts out to Tara, shouts out to James, shouts out to Mark, shouts out to these days. Dude, it it makes but, all the difference. I mean, yeah, Madison man. Keenan sitting here is a Columbia student of mine. Um, she was in one of my classes. Uh, yeah, and my whole team is from Columbia, man. And they, again, I was saying this off the mic, it's the, it's the best team I've ever worked with. It's incredible. Like, they're all young and hungry, and they do it. They teach you that, man. Like, oh, man, it you, makes... You go there for it, but, like, they know you came there for it. Like, at, at orientation at Columbia, that's all they were talking about. There was, like, did they still give the creative posse speech? Yep, see, this is, like, years ago. That's when I was mm-hmm. your age. Creative posse, hustle, work, make stuff together, blah. It's not, like... Schoolwork, schoolwork, schoolwork. No. It's like, nah, go do stuff. I tell my you students, I mean? man, I'm like, half the reason you come to these classes is to meet each other. Oh, yeah. It's not just to get the homework. Like, okay, you got to get the homework done to get the grade. But, like, what you're leaving with is meeting who's in your class and building. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I, I can honestly say my life would be, I don't know what direction my life necessarily would have taken if I didn't go to Columbia. I'd still be doing stuff because that's, like, that's me. But, like, I definitely still, you know, do things with 
you know, either people I met or like connections I've gained through other people I've met at different times from Columbia. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's yeah. Making raps in the dorms with my homie. I just saw him perform again for the first time in a minute, like two days ago. It's like we met in audio class. I mean, my my whole team, man, like they're all Columbia and they all just they all kill it. Shouts out to Columbia. Um, man, Wesley Parker. Man of many talents, man of enormous initiative and ingenuity and creativity, man. I'm so glad we got to do this. You're so kind. I'm sorry it took so long, but I'm so glad that this was the night we got to do it, man. man, Me too, man. This was good. This was hella fun. Uh, Yeah. You know, better late than never. Uh, Everything happens when it's supposed to. Sure. And thank you for having me, Jaime Black, man of many talents and much creativity and Lord of Dynasty Podcast. (laughs) I I appreciate you very much. Man, we're gonna we're gonna do that panel, man. Yeah, we're gonna make this panel happen or a workshop or something in the live space where we can get you in front of a large group of people and you can really talk about the art of building and creating, man. I love it. Large groups of people on my thing. Let's get it. All right, dude. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Hey. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the dynamic dynasty, Dynasty Descend.